introducing Generation Q. My name is yeah. Eddie. My name is Samantha. It's our very first podcast. We're going to be talking about the movie Titanic and our different experiences watching it. Well, I mean different perspectives on it because Sam mm-hmm. and I belong to different generations. I'm Generation Z and you are... A millennial. What is a generation Z? Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Gen Gen Z is like from 1997 upwards. And then if I'm not mistaken, millennials are 96 lower, right? 81 to 96. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, with the advent of technology and the cyber world. So um, the generation gaps are there and we just really want to break it down generation by generation, the structures that are around it, Um, you know, from shorter attention spans. It's a generation Z. I'm sorry, (laughs) Eddie. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Also, it is for sure. Also to breaking cultural walls, What's, what I do appreciate about your generation, though, is that you're raising and testing social issues more than anyone, more than the other generations before you. Oh, that's it's, right. I mean, it's, it's, we grew up with social media. And it, one of the great things is we use it in platform, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, give a, I, give that, I give a lot of credit to the millennial generation because, I mean... Social media came out naman really at like its like height of like this new thing. Mm-hmm. You guys were the ones naman that experienced that. You guys were the ones that like tackled it further. Next the man, next the man. I'm yeah. impressed. I'm impressed. Pero, <laughs> I, I, pero, I'll take credit. I'll take credit. But <laughs> before before you guys had Netflix and before you guys had anything, you actually had to go to the movie theaters and watch movies, not like no disturbance, no phones, no nothing straight. That is which true. I'm, which I'm sure watching Titanic Street must have been one pain in the ass back then. I mean, um, grave. Or was it easier? Know. It probably was easier, right? You know, looking back, um, it was quite literally a pain in the ass because I kept shifting in my seat. I was a uh, preteen, ako nune, naksnaman. So I remember long ago. Yeah, yeah. 19 Kopong Kopong, 1997, <laughs> when Titanic came out. Um, it's a three-hour movie, right? And the experience mm-hmm. watching the movie was pretty crazy. Um, because before watching the movie, I remember it was about a week before I got to watch it. Basta may time na dumaan bago ako nakapunta sa sinehan because my mom took me to the cinema. But before going to the movie house, I remember the song by Celine Dion my heart will go on. And it was just all over the radio. That was, I remember thinking to myself, this song sounds like something that someone would use in their wedding. I'm sure that, I'm sure someone has used it for their wedding. 100%. 100%. You can go on YouTube, you can see it. I mean, my heart will go on. It's a, it's a romantic song. It is, but I'm so mean for laughing. I'm laughing because back in my generation, it was such a hot song that, I had, I wanted to rather, I wanted to learn it on the flute, as in the bamboo flute, huh? <laughs> so I was crying over buying that bamboo flute because I wanted to be one of the in kids being able to play the song. <laughs> hey guys, learn my new trick. Uh, cool kids, cool kids. That's some cool kids shit. I get it, I get it. Yeah. But like, 
I figured that because it came out in 1997, you guys naman didn't have phones. You guys didn't really have any, you know, tablets or whatever. No social yeah. media, no inst- no instant, no instant stuff. So yeah, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you guys would have had an easier time watching it compared to like my generation where it's more, you know, we 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 get everything right away as far as True. media and enter, especially when it comes to entertainment. Anything we want, it's it, it's on our phone. So, parang for me, when I had to watch three hours, it's a three-hour movie, I had to watch it straight. That was hard. That was really hard. You could see your phone vibrating. Yeah, notification. And then you're trying to watch it properly. But it's funny because you kind of have to tell yourself that. Like, I think that's what a lot of kids my age do. If we want to watch something, we really have to sit down and kind of tell ourselves, okay, we're going to watch this straight without checking our phones or... With, right. without getting distracted what what with like you guys naman it was just natural you guys couldn't get distracted we we that had was, no like, choice i had to sit down because my mom was right beside me and my mom can sit through things for hours the perfect example is she can sit in mass for an hour without fidgeting 10 minutes into the holy mass i kid you not i am fidgeting like crazy already and i'm a millennial huh i i cannot imagine how a uh, Gen Z person would handle going to church nowadays. Dude, let me tell you something. By the time I get to the homily, I'm asleep. I have to say, like, one of the best places to fall asleep is church. The second best place to fall asleep is the cinema. Because it's nice and conducive to, like, napping. It's like, right, lazy boys. You guys are spoiled. You have lazy boys nowadays. And then it's dark. And then the AC is nice. And even, like, these really posh cinemas, the experience, they even give you, like, blankets and the food is brought to you. So, iba talaga experience ninyo compared to experience ko dati. I feel like, one of the things nowadays that we have is like 3D, 4D. Like I'm, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent certain that if Titanic came out now, meron yan 4D. Like, oh, rano. Yeah, yung people like it, you, you get splashed. You know what I mean? Like that is so true. The, they like spray like fog in your face when it's cold and shit. Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll do it. Oh my god, I'm, but, I'm, what an experience if they can redo the Titanic today, no? Ang lamig nun. <laughs> oh. oh my god. If they were to release Titanic nowadays, honestly, I was thinking at how good the CGI was. Like that's one of the first things I noticed from the movie, palang. And I was thinking if that if it were released nowadays. Today, it wouldn't be much better. I Honestly, it, it was so... For me, it's so realistic. You know how sometimes you like watch an old movie from like 10... Even just like 10 years ago. That's true. 10, 12 years ago. And then you watch a movie now and you're like, ah, ang layo. Yeah, in fairness to um, Titanic, first off, it was James Cameron who was the director. And secondly, they had a massive ass budget. They had $300 million exactly. to make that movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, all the way down to the props. I mean, kudos to them, right? So just imagine how the experience would have been nowadays. I can just imagine like the temperatures were dropping slowly and I would be shaking nonstop in my 4D cinema that would, That'd honestly be really cool. That would have been an experience, no? 
But yeah. yeah, my experience back then was very different. Tapos, it made me so uncomfortable, really. I have to say this over and over again. It was my first experience to soft porn. Like, I don't yeah, know. I, I swear, I don't know whether it was a good experience or a bad one. One, it really did look sexy. Number two, I was next to my mother. Which scene did you find more intense? The one where Jack is painting Rose or like Jack and Rose are in the car? Sempre the one in the car because I'm action na. <laughs> but that's the thing though. Like when they were in the car, I found the scene where Jack was painting Rose a little more like erotic compared to really? the one when they're in the yeah because like you could see you could see stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, you could see her body like, parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pag pag the thing kasi sa car, you don't really see them doing anything. You see their hand. You see like the steam. You oh kind of see God. the car shaking. De so parang. They, they leave it up to your imagination. And then, in the end, you just see them, like, tired na. Pagod na sila. And then, for, I mean, for all, you know, for, for, for all you know, you don't know what they were doing, diba? Baka nag-exercise na yan or whatever. Pero, oh pero, in, when, what in the painting cardio. scene, kitang-kita. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, So, true. anyway, so anyway, I wanted, I wanted to talk about the start of the movie. Did you enjoy yung first part? Kasi ako, parang, yung first part ng movie was medyo, dragging. I didn't find it so interesting. So I'm basing this on the time that I watched Titanic the first time. I remember thinking, oh, it's cool that he actually won tickets because he was playing poker or whatever card game that was. Yeah. I was like, wow, talk about winning through chance and what a fine line between chance and destiny, diba? I remember thinking mm. that. I was like, napaka-swerte nito, buisip. Was he really lucky though? Who was luckier actually? Because the guy that lost would have been on the Titanic. And That's he might have he probably would have died. He probably would have died. And he ended up not going on. That is a hella good point. Now that I think Simba. about it, yeah, luck really effed him up. Spoiler alert, he freezes to death yeah. in the water. So um that's my point of view. Like that was like the highlight of the first part of the movie. Well, when we talk about first part, I'm thinking about the first half of the movie. Sorry about my dogs. That's fine. But I remember also thinking, like, how I wanted to be just like Rose. I wanted to be like her back then, just because she exuded this sort of very open-minded, worldly woman, despite mm. that she was being undermined by her fiancé. I remember thinking, wow, this girl has a mouth on her. Remember when mm. they were having breakfast i think or was it lunch um they were having a meal and she was talking to the guy who actually owned titanic and she calls him out for the napoleon complex i remember that because i was like what what does that mean Yun pala, she was saying that you're building the titanic to feed your ego she was insinuating that he has like a little dick exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Yung parang, parang something like the obsession of men to build large things maybe sort of related to compensation of some things that aren't uh, <laughs> particularly large. Exactly, exactly. And I remember admiring her for that because, mm. I, you know, back in the day, believe it or not, I mean, 
I was pretty mouthy myself. My teachers hated me for it. <laughs> I would question my professors and my teachers to challenge them, and they hated me for it, and they would tell my mom off about it. And I would never forget. My mom would always come back to me and say, what exactly did you say? What did you ask? And then I would say, I was curious. I can't relate because I was the perfect student. But yeah. I think because... Observant. I think because... Um, back in the day like there's just so much going on on the blackboard and your focus dun kami lumaki blackboard pa rin kami so you're looking into your books you're looking into the blackboard and then you end up thinking can i question this part i get what you mean like for me the part that, that stood out in that scene where parang they were having breakfast na nga i like the part na parang she lit a cigarette and then her like fiance took it away But I don't like it. I just found it really interesting. Like, or that was like my first time seeing how controlling he was. So, and oh. the mom, the mom, the mom was also a bit of a dickhead because she was like the reason why she had to marry the guy, right? Yeah, I really liked how they integrated the mom. And you're right, she was quite a bitch as well. She was a big ass bitch because you know what? When Titanic started sinking. Rose didn't even think to go and help <laughs> Rose's Rose's react like imagine if you were on a boat with your mom and then it starts sinking your your natural reaction would be like oh my god I have to I have to save my mom Rose was just like I don't know that bit. like I'm going to <laughs> I don't know that bit. I, don't, I don't know oh I don't know her. that also says a lot about um, the generation because her mom seemed to come from a generation where it was just really old school like it's a very patriarchal society Like looking at today and how the generation has developed in terms of following their heart and whatnot, um, people are just more accepting of how life is. Like people are more pro-choice more than what society thinks. Like if you if you if you were to think about it, Rose in 1912 was pretty progressive. Exactly. And that's yeah. That, that's really and that's quite hard because it's like. In 1912, there's so there were so many limitations on what like was considered no, normal for girls or what they could do, right? And exactly. so for her to be like stepping outside of that space was really a big deal, liba. Right? Yeah, it was. And it was I fun think... to watch because her because her her mom was such a hard ass, and then she was just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. So yeah, um, a very interesting build of characters and how they develop that slowly and. Um, So, I don't know how you feel about the overall movie because we're talking about the first part, but for the second part where the action starts to come in. Personally, for me, I quite enjoyed seeing the boat sink. I quite enjoyed seeing the panic and just like seeing everybody just navigate away from, you know, navigate around that. Well, growing up, because, you know, um, you hear stories of Caesar and... Um, and uh, Cleopatra, and stories of Romeo and Juliet, just to give examples. Um, mm -hmm. There were always stories back that you could always see the plot ending up as two people falling in love. But what did surprise me and genuinely caught me off guard Four was... Days? Four <laughs> days, though? Four days? No, it wasn't the four days that caught me off guard. At least, at least in the movie Titanic, um, I, I remember thinking, oh, you know what? Love will survive and they will survive this whole ordeal. Boring, boring, boring. But you know what? They really surprised me because Jack died. 
And I remember thinking like, of course he's going to survive. I mean, they're meant to be together for the rest of their lives. But lo and behold, he literally froze into a popsicle. I knew that he was going to die. I hadn't watched the film. Yeah, you knew because you watched it, what, 20 years after it was made. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, that's another thing that I think is different between your and I's generation, for example, like, you don't, you don't even have to watch a film just from word of mouth or just with, from what you see on social, social media. Social media, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll know already the gist of a movie. Now, what's, what's it about? What's going to happen? You, there's so many... Spoiler alert. When they have a movie with a significant death, a lot of the times they get, some, they get the actor, whoever, to like make pakiusap na parang, hey, please do not spoil... I know because nowadays you know, you don't even have to watch a film, and you 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 get the general what's gonna happen. But I'm this per- I know who this is. I know what's it about. Oh, I also know this guy died because it was trending on Twitter. I had never really watched it in in full. Going, I knew Jack was gonna die just from the memes. They were always making fun of Jack and Rose and like the big ass door. And there was so, a lot of memes that came from that. So I knew he was gonna die. I knew she was gonna live. I'm just glad that no one had the internet to spoil it just yet. We had the internet, but we did not have spoilers on the internet just yet. Yeah, and, and like, aside from that scene specifically where he dies and he freezes to death, and there were so many other scenes that I was familiar with because I would watch all these other compilation videos of like Titanic, the difference between the movie and the actual ship. Because there was like this big myth, like a lot, a lot of people, including myself, thought na parang it was based on a real story. I don't know if you thought it was based on a true story, like there was really a Jack and Rose. Somehow I recall some people claiming that it was until, and I had to find out later on, like way later on, that it wasn't a true story. You know how they started the whole movie as um, this venture to seek the Titanic deep in the water. And there was just this um, lead actor who was leading the expedition. And he was saying like, oh, I have to find the heart of the sea. So that part, oddly, I remember specifically, they said that it was based on fact. But to find out later on, that wasn't true as well. So it was quite disappointing because that would have been really cool if there was an expedition. Thank you, internet, for informing us. That's one thing we, like, Gen Z kids don't have to deal with. If we want to know the complete facts about a movie, even what kind of screw was used on the boat, we can just Google that. That's true. Whereas... It's so convenient for you now, like your your experience to watching movies, like with millennials. Right. We're still old school in that sense. Na para, oh, we'll just watch it first, and then we'll do the research if we're interested enough. That's how I see it, because that's how I do. Mm. Like for me, and my friends specific, like especially what we do is before we even watch a movie, we Google it, right, and then we like read what it's about. And then we make a decision. Parang, is I'll it be worth honest it? with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be honest with you. If 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 I was with my buddies in nineteen ninety seven and I went to the cinema and I saw Titanic, like I'm honestly I'm not gonna go for it. I don't think I would have went for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Pero, pero now it's like you can make you know exactly what you want, na, right? When it yeah. comes to movies. 
So yeah, I think millennials right. are more particular about that because I think there's a huge part that since most millennials are in the workforce right now, we don't have the time in the day to really just like spend hours on end to research about a movie that we might watch or might not watch. So we just leave it to fate. After all, it's entertainment and you really, we really want to just be entertained. And if we're interested enough, that's when we look into the details. Right. I mean, I feel... I mean, when you when you watch when you watch Titanic, there's so many intricate parts about it, and then mm. it it really draws you in as the movie goes on. Like it's dragging at the start, but it pulls <laughs> you in. It, it it does. To be fair, it does pull you in. It grows when, on the longer. You, huh? it, yeah, it does. When, when, the longer you watch it, it grows on you more. Once everybody was kind of panicking, you know, watching the staff of the boat, watching the, how the other passengers interact, mm-hmm. watching like Jack and Rose get chased by a dude with a gun. Ang malas din talaga nila. Jack was, is, probably one, is probably one of the most unlucky people on, on the ship. The only person I think is more huh? unlucky than him is that dude that fell and hit the propeller. Oh, damn. <laughs> pro- I know. I remember. Oh my God, that was so nasty. All in all... It has all the pieces of a great movie. It has a really good story. Well, I'm glad you and liked then, it. <laughs> Considering it's a 20-year-old movie. I didn't like, however... What's the name of the fi- the fiancé of... Yeah, the douchebag. Rose? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, douchebag, the douchebag award goes to him. He was my least favorite character in the whole movie. Well, at least you still remember him, which makes him a really great actor. Right. And you know what's one of the funny parts is like I forgot his name. But because I don't of that myself. You're not really gonna remember any other actor's name in that movie. You're just gonna remember DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. The douchebag fiance did a really good job at being a douchebag. Like that part where he like pretends to be like the dad of this little girl just so he could get on the boat. Oh, that was disgusting. Oh. That was humanity yeah. at its worst. Like yeah, you big... using a child just to survive. Wow. Yeah, small dick energy right there, man. Like, but here's the th- here's the here's the thing though. Like the 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 actor, he had like a fan club. But after the movie, DiCaprio had his like hor- like a massive amount of fans, and then so did he. He had his own fan club too. Oh, now I remember Billy Zane. That's his real name. Billy Zane. That's yeah, his he real had his name. Di- but um. I really don't recall his name in Titanic. Um, wow. I can't believe that we can't recall. <laughs> Gosh. Look, you don't have to remember his name. He's a douchebag, right? He's, he's the biggest douchebag on the whole ship. And like, I have to say, like, there were so many times where I also thought Rose and Jack made some stupid decisions as far as hiding their love like they could have they could have done it a little better <laughs> i mean the, 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 they wanted to kind of like you know they didn't want to show guess, it right away but yeah i guess that's the thrill of the whole movie it's like this forbidden love between like so not only is there like gender issues here to discuss because you know 
as the star so, so, couple. Yeah, yeah. Star Jack couple. is poor. She's rich. Exactly. So, and then she's the girl, and then being pursued by a poor guy. I mean, financially poor at least. Everything else is like a bonus. I mean, yum. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, trip mo ba si DiCaprio? Trip mo ba si DiCaprio? Ah. Naalala ko, crush ko siya for a bit, but I wasn't so crazy over him. Did you have a crush on DiCaprio before you watched the movie or after? Um, Because hmm. he had already done a couple of movies prior. I don't remember him being like the highlight of my list of crushes. But yeah, I, I admire the guy. Like, he's cute. I don't mind him to be my own baby baby daddy. <laughs> problem he's probably he's probably older than you <laughs> is it is it the guy the capper is older than you right I, of course he is but i don't mind you know he's got good genes what can i say how do you feel about dicaprio like not in a crush way but if you were um back in the day would you admire him as an actor in the movie he, he had like some natural swag right you think that just like playful suave. swaggy yeah, yeah suave you just like you just didn't care you had to like talk. He wasn't intimidated by anyone, even though there were you know, there were times where the douchebag fiance was trying to press him on shit. Like he didn't care. He just he was so suave about things, and he was cool. Like I liked his outfit, even though it was like not not wealthy poor boy kind of style, you know, rags raggedy. But like it looked cool. It looked dope on him. If I was a teenager in nineteen ninety seven, I probably would have thought he was really dope. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember a lot of guys who were starting to pull off his haircut, kahit hindi bagay. Like that, what do you call right. it? What, what do you call that haircut? The Leonardo uh, DiCaprio haircut? <laughs> yeah, the, no, the, the, the Jack Dawson haircut. Oh, sorry, the, sorry. Jack the, the Jack, yeah, the Jack Dawson haircut. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, that's how you know you're influencing a whole group Generally. of kids. when. Yeah, because like, from what I know, from what my titas told me, DiCaprio was huge in the 90s, diba? But as far as being this, like, crush ng, almost, like, parang crush ng mundo, diba? Totoo, totoo Pero, um, I yeah. remember, I remember back in the day, like, when, when the movie came out, and um, there were just posters of him everywhere, like, binibenta siya sa, sa labas ng school namin, and girls would hoard on that, like, the rich girls in my in my class or even in my school would run to that store just to buy posters of him. It's something that still carries on till this day because that's true. My generation now, I can't really think of anyone that has a monopoly or like has that much influence. Nowadays it seems like every month there's someone who stands the out the world or like yeah, this, and it's partly due to social media, diba right? Parang That's because true. of social media and so shorter fast-paced. attention, yeah. yeah, and shorter and shorter attention spans. Parang we we move on to the next thing very quickly. I can't really think of anyone that, especially from a movie or from the internet. I don't I don't really see anyone coming close to like DiCaprio's influence, especially from a movie like Titanic. If anything, I guess. My generation's DiCaprio, maybe Cole Sprouse. You know, like he's. (laughs) Sorry, and here's here's the thing because Cole Sprouse, like he, he kind of went viral. I remember him kind of going viral one time 
this was like 2015 time. Parang Sorry, and, like, I would have to greatly disagree with you here. Like, I don't think it's even about a millennial thing, but I've seen the work of Cole Sprouse and I am not impressed. <laughs> So well, no, I mean, acting skills. If you're putting them, no, 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 side by side, fun. it's such a slap in Leonardo's face to be compared to Cole Sprouse. But if that's what you think in Gen Z, I, I mean, I'm talking about like young boy first, next door. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like young thirst trap, sila. As mm-hmm. like so much, like like, like girls are like about like the girls are thirsting over this specific guy. I love thirst traps. For me, okay. yeah, it's it's Cole Sprouse nowadays. And Kate Winslet. Yeah, let's talk about beautiful. Kate Winslet. Oh god, Kate Winslet in the movie, super, super duper beautiful. I I I I found why, her. Really why am I good starting looking. to cringe here? Like I can hear you like daydreaming about her right now. I'm cringing, dude. I mean, dude. I mean, in the movie, did her thirst trap work? <laughs> I I I didn't I didn't really like her like look in the movie, but just her like she was just so beautiful, deba. Right? And then, yun na nga, her attitude was cool, but yeah. you know just like I, I I want to break free, you know. She I was the rebel. rebel. She was yeah, the wanna, real rebel in the whole movie. I mean, even I want to She was still a rebel. She's a grandma I'd love to have around. Like. <laughs> I don't mind taking care of that kind of grandma. <laughs> Wait, but you were cringing about like your mom being in the Titanic, uh, like during the sex scenes, like in the movie. Like imagine your grandma making cuento, Ew, her sex scene, her okay. sex, like her no. sex, her sex life. Like, no. Can you imagine your grandma? Right? That's what I thought you want. Ew, you're so gross. I wasn't talking about that kind of scene. I was just but talking that, about humor. <laughs> but, but that's the thing about Rose, Deba. Right? She's like super unfiltered just doesn't care has no like, she just says what she, outspoken as hell so in the movie palang grandma like the grandma rose is makes cuento about like her first because the whole thing is like styled in like a storytelling way like you meet grandma rose and then she tells you the story of what happened on the titanic and then she makes cuento like her first sex scene and whatnot mm-hmm. And the thing about it is the person that takes her on board the ship or takes her everywhere is her granddaughter. So Yeah. I found I I found that part a little weird. You could see the granddaughter of Rose sort of enjoying the story or like mm-hmm. laughing about it. If that were me, I'm gone. I'd rather jump off the ship. Like I'd rather Whoa. jump off the ship. Honestly, I'd rather jump off the ship than hear about like my I don't want to hear. I don't even want to think about. I don't even want, want to think, think about, about your grandparents' sex life. That's that's it. That's yeah, it. yeah. TMI. Let's move on to the next portion. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just felt bad for Rose's granddaughter, but anyway, parang yeah, she was really beautiful, and the chemistry between her and chemistry and was Jack. was incredibly good. Like whoever did the casting had it so on point that the chemistry brought both actors into stardom. Like, this is the movie right. that made them. Even up to today, if you talk about Kate Winslet, people would refer her to the girl in Titanic. If you talk about Leonardo DiCaprio, it's not about Inception. It's not about The Wolf of Wall Street. It's not about whatever movie he's made recently. It's still Titanic. And that's a fact. It just 
through them exponentially into stardom. Titanic's a great, great movie. But I wouldn't say it's DiCaprio's best movie, right? I'd say Inception and yeah. Wolf of Wall Street were, were, his, were him act, like as far as acting, his acting capabilities are yeah. a lot better in those other movies. And could Kate Winslet the same? Like, yeah. she, she, she was a really good actor in the other movies she did after Titanic. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of gets tied into the fact that it was such a cultural like, phenomenon. Like, yeah. it, it, it made over a billion like in 1997, which was unheard of, right? Rewind 20 years, huh? They already won um, Best Cinematography, Best Director. And I have to add that the worth gross amount that they earned is still today top three. Again, it's a phenomenon. And to compare, like, being the top grossing up to date, um, I said number one would be Avatar, also a James Cameron movie. And um, number two would be The Avengers, um, the last movie, um, Endgame. So imagine the CGI that they used today to be able to make those movies effective movies and to be grossing that high as top one and top two. But imagine the workmanship that they had to put in and day in and day out just to be able to create the top third grossing movie, Deba. Right? And um, regarding the that last scene where the last scene rather where um, Rose and Jack were together in the water, um, how did you feel about that scene? I mean, you did you did say that you felt like you knew it was going to happen. Do you think, do you honestly think that's because um, you've heard about the story or did you feel it coming through? Because how I didn't, I had no inkling to, or no idea if it was actually going to be um, a death between the two of them. I never saw it coming. I kind of expected him really to die. That's so interesting. There's just a, but that's exactly my point. You keep talking about luck, right? And it's interesting that you noticed how unlucky he was. I saw how lucky he was. I never saw it as unlucky. You have a very good point there. Maybe this is the millennial side of me thinking like the half the, the cup is half full. Um, I think it's a very yeah. millennial thing to look forward yeah. to the positive side of things. Like... um. I'm not saying yeah, it's, it's exclusive to my generation, but it's very interesting that you saw it right away when I didn't at all until you mentioned it. Because I saw him like, oh my God, you know, he's the luckiest guy in the whole ship. Of course he's going to survive this predicament. So it's interesting I mean, that you saw it right away. I mean, like, I would definitely say that Gen Z is more cynical. <laughs> I love I'm, it. The- <laughs> Look at, I mean, look at the shit that's happened, right, in the last 23 years. Yeah. And then, like, if you, if you also see, like, the movies that are made, they, they push the boundaries a lot more during, like, the 2000. Yeah, during, like, the 2010. So, parang, in movies na we watched, we really saw a lot of more fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just a lot better. I would say movies nowadays are a lot better. I think aside but, from being a lot better, I think that's part of... It's darker. Um, it's, yeah, it's more relatable, I think. Right. Um, it's more human compared right, to because, like, oh, I'm a hero and she's the 
she's right, going to make it and I can save the world. But now it's not about that. What really speaks to people, I think it's because the generations before um, Gen Z were just so idealistic that people just got so sick of it. And now it ends up to your generation being so cynical because you guys really just accept the way things are. And I love it. I feel there was more stigma back in your time as far as like the 90s and whatnot. There was definitely a lot. There was definitely a lot more. It's funny because Titanic was about, you know, pushing boundaries because like Rose, I mean, even, even the fact that like Rose and Jack were in different like classes as far as, you know, Rose was very wealthy. Jack wasn't like that was such a taboo thing in 19, 1912. But yeah. even, even in the 90s, I feel like maybe the sex scene between Jack and Rose, they might have just showed it. And, that is so true. <laughs> if so they made true. it now, I mean, you see, I mean, you see DiCaprio in other movies, like the sex scenes are wild. So, I mean, I feel that's the reason why we're more cynical. I mean, when you watch a movie, we approach it in. Well, at least I and a lot of other people do them and then approach a movie like Titanic. Yeah, we know this thing's going to sink. Like, who's going to die? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and when we see the beautiful love story, like they fall in love and you know, it yeah. looks so mushy. It looks so mushy. You kind of just expect the directors to just do like a full 180 and just give you something dark in the end. Like, oh my die. God. That is so interesting. Because oh Titanic is like, medyo, they, they, they take one character, they take Jack away from you, but they let Rose live. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you, you, you have a bunch of directors doing just like, screw it, everyone dies. Right? Oh my God. All your, favorite, so peop- true. Oh, all your favorite people die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, wow. I, I really enjoy this podcast that we did today. Um, so to whoever's listening, um, we're actually uh, cut for time today, but we do hope that you enjoyed mm-hmm. Generation Q. Uh, again, my name is Samantha. And my name's Eddie. And um, this is the first of many podcasts that we are going to be doing for Q Radio 105. And while there is just so much to talk about the Titanic, um, don't forget that you can still catch it on Netflix, by the way. This is not a paid advertisement. (laughs) We are just sharing because we're all in quarantine anyway. Right, that's where, I mean, we watched it on Netflix. Exactly, exactly. And um, very grateful to, uh, to my partner here, Eddie. This was a very fun discussion and seeing how different our perspectives are, even as me watching it back then and you watching it right now. Wow, it's pretty amazing the differences that we've seen or heard throughout this conversation. And mind you people, we did not plan this out. <laughs> No, no. I mean, just like the Titanic, it wasn't planned. No, just happened. (laughs) It just happened. (laughs) Anyway, um, again, don't forget to follow us on uh, Q Radio One Hundred Five on the FM band. We are one hundred five point one, and for my Instagram handle, it's me Samantha P. And for mine, it's Dwarda Louise. All right, guys. So hoping to get your feedback on 
how you enjoyed or did not enjoy our conversation, or if you feel like cool. you have something to share with us, by all means, please let us know at Q Radio 105. Again, this is Generation Q. Thanks, guys, and happy listening. We'll see you or hear from you next time.